Welcome inside the lab at Formula 4 Media. I am Bob McGee. And today, as we draw closer to the end of 2018, uh, we will take a brief look at a couple of recent industry events from the perspective of two of my colleagues, Kara Griffin, the editorial director of Formula 4 Media in Great Neck, New York, and Jen Beaudry, editor-in-chief of Footwear Insight Magazine just outside of Chicago. Jen, Kara, and I attended the Fanny Shou Show in New York City last week uh, in early December, and Kara was also in attendance at the 13th running event in Austin, Texas, shortly after Thanksgiving. Uh, good morning, Kara and Jen. Well, next I'm going to be speaking with Jen Beaudry, Editor-in-Chief of Footwear Insight in Chicago, who last week was in attendance at the Fanny Show in New York. Uh, good morning, Jen. Maybe you could tell our listeners a little bit about what you saw there. Uh, were there any trends emerging for Fall 19? Um, hi, Bob. Sure. Yeah, no, it was, a, it was a good show, I thought, and between the showrooms and the Fanny venues. Saw some interesting stuff, some evolutions of trends we've been seeing, as well as maybe some new trends shaping up. In in, in the evolution category, I saw um, a continued strength in men's classic, especially with the hiker silhouette. A lot of strength there. It's beautiful. Leathers from a variety of brands, as well as some classic wingtip look for dress. We did see, I think, a lot of interest in the bottom unit, whether that's making it a little more flexible, whether we saw it making it um, a little more athletic looking um, and still combining it with that dress upper. I think that trend is going to continue to be strong next year. Lots of, I think, heritage looks have a lot of relevance right now. And you can contrast that a little bit with the strength of that 90s logo trend, which I think we will still see going into next year. And that's on the men's and the women's side. I think leathers, um, we're going to see some interest put into the leathers. Maybe this is more of a women's trend with some embossing, pleating, a lot of woven shape. And so, yeah, I think, I think, I think that's it's going to continue to be strong on the color spectrum. Obviously, a lot of jewel tones. No, no surprise for fall. I think we're going to see some yellow coming through, which I love. That's a, a color that I really respond to. A very, a very sort of buttery yellow for spring, and then maybe we might see that go. That's what I'm watching. I don't know if we're going to see that at full strength yet, but I did notice a lot of hit of yellow and all over yellow treatment. The kids side, I think it's going to be very over the top for fall 19. On the girl side, you're going to see tons of sparkle tons of shine, lots of color as crazy embellishments. Unicorns are still extremely hot. So anything, you know, unicorn related, I think we're going to see that going forward. And a lot of blue tones, Frozen 2 is going to be coming out next year. And I think a lot of brands are betting that that's going to be another seismic event in in the girls' world. So we should see that. And... Uh, Jen, did any any manufacturers, Jen, ask, tell you about having to raise prices because of the tariff situation or that, that did not come up? It wasn't. It wasn't on the, I mean, I'm sure it's on the minds of everybody there. Um, it wasn't dominating the conversation in the showrooms. That's not to say that I don't think it will be coming up as, you know, we know that brands have plans for raises coming early in 2019. Is probably as early, could be as early as February. Um, obviously, the stock market is reacting to the uncertainty there. Uh, I think the biggest brands have arranged their sourcing and their manufacturing to minimize the disruption to their pricing schedules for next year. Smaller brands obviously at a bigger disadvantage here. But again, sort of unclear. And I think a lot of people are just hoping that it's the best case scenario and waiting to see what happens. And uh, now let's turn to to Kara Griffin, the editorial director at Formula 4 Media. And the week after Thanksgiving, she was in Austin, Texas at the uh, annual running event. Uh, Kara, can you tell our listeners what you saw there? Sure. Hi, Bob. How are you? I would say in 
in Austin at the running event, this is the 13th ever running event. So this this show has a good niche in the in the running specialty community. And full disclosure, uh, our parent company, Formula for Media, uh, used to own the running event and we sold it in the past year. would say this year's show had the same uh, type of energy and vibe as the past shows. And, you know, for anybody who hasn't been there, you would know that the, the key linchpins on the show floor are, of course, the shoe brand. Say this year, probably Ultra, Hoka 1-1 and Brooks look like sort of the leaders on the show floor, um, but also saw some more interesting things from some other brands. Seems like the trend definitely is in midsole technology this year. People are definitely trying to compete and differentiate differentiate themselves there. Let me just think of a few of the products that I saw that, that perhaps would be a highlight there. One, I would say from Under Armour, which is their hover collection. This year, they're uh, expanding so that every single one of their shoes in that collection is connected. Uh, they own the Map, the, uh, Map My Run app. So this is something I think that they think will differentiate them in the market. Skechers is coming out, or they have launched, but they're going to expand it in this coming year with their Hyperburst, which is their cushioning technology, which looks to be something that they're going to market pretty strongly in the year ahead. Uh, another brand that is sort of making its way into uh, specialty running is Diodora, which they have Certainly a lot of buzz with their heritage collection, but in specialty performance, they're now in... I think they told me they're in a hundred uh, retail doors. So, and they're they're doing this by certainly uh, being very good partners to their to their retailers. So that's at least that's their goal. Of course, at this show, there's so much more to see aside from just shoes and a lot of accessory brands and recovery footwear from Ufos and Superfeet certainly uh, stand out at the show. I thought maybe we could end our, our brief podcast today with uh, the visit that you and I took to the Nike Experience, Experience Store on Fifth Avenue, New York last week and what your impressions were. I'll, I'll offer mine at first. It seemed very gallery-like. Uh, we did see, you and I did see people clutching their phones going to a certain counter to pick up their or have their orders that they place on their sneakers app, I guess, pick it up or have it customized. But again, I thought it's five or six floors and very very gallery-like, very tech-savvy. Uh, again, I'm not sure. I didn't see that many people clutching bags, but I know Nike does have a service where they offer to bring your purchase to your hotel. Uh, you know, what was your impression? Uh, well, the Nike store, the Nike House of Innovation, it's called on, I believe it's 52nd and 5th. It's in, I mean, this is probably one of the most marquee locations in the city as far as luxury shopping. So to me, I was just surprised the size of it. Of course, Nike can afford that type of marketing spend, but it seems to be a little opposite of how they're working a lot of their other retail where they're really doing sort of more niche and targeted things. Like if you go to the Nike Soho store, it seems much more retail focused about, and it's about selling. Where, as you said, this one it was almost like a museum. There's certainly a lot of product and um, we'll probably hear about a lot of sales that are happening there, but uh, it, it looks like a place where they're testing things out and testing out retail things out, not necessarily product. Uh, so, what did, you, what did you think of the um, the mannequins with the capes and the offering to customize your you know your outfit and your, I guess your outfit, not your shoes, but they have sewers there and such. I guess seamstress there to customize your Nike outfit. Um, I'd imagine at a hefty price tag. You think that's going to apply? I think we should find out a little bit more about that. Bob and I did. Uh, you and I did walk up there and uh, we, we checked out some of the product up there, and that's something that that is happening in upscale retail where you can go in and, and get something customized. So it makes sense that, that they would do it there. Kara, tell me what you thought about the people using, you know, you and I did see people clutching their phones going to a certain counter within that store at Nike Experience Store. You know, what do you think people were, you know, the use of the phones within the store? Oh, I definitely thought that was an interesting aspect and probably intentional by Nike that people are meant to explore that 
store with their phone. I mean, people explore everything with their phone. So now they've set up a store where everywhere you turn, there's something that you can, you know, there was a QR code you could scan to learn more about this product, or you can order product that you see in the store, but maybe you're not going to buy it in the store. Maybe it's going to be delivered to your house or it's going to be delivered to your hotel or, or you're just you're just going to learn more about the product, um, but perhaps not just by being in the store, but by being in the store with your phone. And so they're trying to harness both of those things at the same time, it would appear. Hopefully bears watching as we head into 2019 here. Well, I want to thank both of you. I've been speaking with Kara Griffin, the editorial director of Formula 4 Media in Great Neck, New York, and Jen Beaudry, the editor-in-chief of Footwear Insight Magazine based outside of Chicago. Thanks very much, both of you. And, uh, you've been listening to Inside the Lab at Formula 4 Media. This is Bob McGee.